0: Spring Words Podcast. I'm super excited to have you here. And by I, I mean Kim, which is my name. Uh, Nice to meet you. So what the heck is this podcast about? Is it just another podcast or is it going to be something revolutionary? I think that there's going to be something in this podcast for anyone who has a space to perceive and receive. Um, but it is just another podcast like any other. I started this podcast because I love to talk and I love to think, and I love to learn from people, but let me roll it back and start from the beginning. Wellspring Words is an online publication that centers the narratives of women of color who are interested in telling their story. In owning their stories and expressing themselves and their thoughts and their musings and their particular understandings of the world. So um, I started this platform in June 2020 when I felt that I was lacking community. I didn't have a physical community to turn to because like everyone else I was quarantined in my home and I was working from home and it was lasting a long time and I just felt like I needed to do something. So I felt like I wanted to do something, actually. So on one fateful night out on a really nice evening walk, I just got this immediate message. I called it a divine download um, that I would like to be part of a space where women of color could write creatively, confessionally, personally, poetically about whatever they wanted to write about. And I needed a project. I love having a project. So I decided to create that space online. Um, And that space is called Wellspring Words. So the website itself is wellspringwords.love instead of .com because I just have this thing with like .com. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. It just feels too official for me. But um, yeah. And then after a while, I... Just kept thinking how nice it would be to have these conversations that have been facilitated because of the narratives of the women that I've been working with on the website in person, quote unquote, or, you know, synchronously um, via some sort of digital conversation. So it's going to be a podcast. That's the only way that it's going to work, right? So here we have it the Wellspring Words podcast. It is very much an extension of the online publication. The only difference is that where the online publication really focuses on um, amplifying the voices of women of color, this podcast is, I I plan to talk to everyone, everyone um, on this podcast. And I'm using this podcast as a learning experience for myself. And there are so many people who I want to have as guests on the podcast and want to talk to who just don't fit into the, you know, the group of a woman of color. And that's totally fine because there's something for everyone. And I'm happy to hold space for both and all. Cool. So a little bit about myself, because I will be the host of this podcast and a voice that you'll hear a lot. Um, My name is Kim, as I mentioned earlier. I am in my late twenties, although <laughs> I kind of took the year 27, which is the year, which is my age to be like 30. Like I decided to make 27 this revolutionary year and just to be thinking about things differently. And I decided that, you know, I'm 27. Now I'm in my late mid twenties, my early late twenties and I need to be taking things more seriously. So yeah, uh, all of that to just save my age anyway. So I'm 27. I am from the U.S. You can probably tell by my voice, but sometimes I have a mixed accent and that's because I live overseas and I've lived overseas since 2017. I love living overseas. It makes me feel so at home in my brain. (laughs) It makes me feel at home in my psyche. I just feel like I belong away from the U.S. I don't know. Maybe my, my feelings will change later, but here they are now. I've traveled so much in the last seven years. And I've met so many people from, of course, I mean, it's cliche, right? I've met so many people from so many different backgrounds and have learned so much from them. And uh, I'm sure they've learned a lot from me too, because I feel like I carry a little bit of everyone to the next person I meet. This podcast is also an extension of my interest in people, just wanting to get to know how people think, uh, wanting to understand their experiences, and understand their lives and seeing how we can connect simply put I just love to connect Um, I'm a writer I'm a writing teacher I'm a writing consultant I'm a person who loves projects and who loves to imagine and manifest whatever's in my imagination and this is actually my second podcast the first the first podcast I was part of was called when girls chat and I co-hosted that podcast with a very, very good friend of mine, Maria. And she'll probably be on this podcast at some point. So I began an intentional spiritual journey in 2019 when I started attending um, spirit-based workshops in the city I live. And I actually started like really honing in on my efforts, my spiritual efforts or efforts to understand myself as a spiritual being more in 2020 when I had so much time just like everyone else. So, um, this podcast is an active opportunity for me to learn from other people and also to learn from myself because I've found in retrospect that a lot of great knowledge comes from my inner self, but I sometimes have the tendency to dismiss it and, you know, just get into these negative thought patterns which i think a lot of people deal with but it's those times when i actually read or hear myself back you know reading old journal entries or listening to old podcast episodes or listening to video diaries that i make for myself or voice recordings that i send to myself that i'm able to get much more from myself in a in an objective way so I don't feel so connected to the thought. I just feel like it's a thought that I maybe read somewhere else and didn't feel, you know, that it was too personal. Um, so, yeah, I, I want to learn from myself. I want to learn from others. And I want to be in a space where I can facilitate open hearted and curious conversations on specific topics that are related to wellness, to self, to writing, to spirituality, all that good stuff. This is also an opportunity for me to develop a creative skill and engage with life a little bit differently. Not a bad thing. <laughs> Not a bad thing at all. Um, so I'm really excited to have everyone who is interested in joining on the ride. On the ride, um, I'm such a huge proponent of everyone having something to say or everyone being able to express themselves in a way that's resonant to others. Um, you don't have to be someone with a huge following. You don't have to be someone with a high degree of schooling or who has met certain milestones or who has achieved certain, uh, who has earned certain accolades. I just feel like you have to be willing to understand yourself and be willing to share that with others who are willing to listen. So that is, that's I guess that wraps up what this podcast is about. To get the party started on the theme the themes of this podcast. I want to start out this this journey, this path, by talking about my own journey itself with living from a place of love rather than living from a place of fear. It's an idea that I've heard a lot recently. So I spent the months of October and November of 2020 in an online, very intimate chakra, cleansing or chakra healing challenge and if anyone knows about the chakra system you know that there are seven chakras going from the root chakra at the very you know base bottom of the spine where your sit bone is um, that represents your sense of stability and security and and survival all the way up to your crown chakra which is at the top of your head which represents your connectedness to something bigger than yourself, your connectedness to the divine or to the spirit and all the things in between. And the chakra center that I had to work on the most or that I I got the most from was the heart chakra. Was the freaking heart chakra. And um, <laughs> I even ended up writing a song about it. I mean, I was so moved by that session, I was so, I was so open, I was so open. And even, there was a lot that needed that needed to be healed and there was a lot that still needs to be healed. Um, but what that session showed me was that I'm in a place where I can work on that, where I can, uh, you know, allow myself to be resilient to whatever hits I might take when I'm trying to heal my heart chakra. Um, Cause that's just what it is. You know, you can't really avoid being knocked down when you're trying to heal something you can't avoid feeling like a failure when you are conditioned to act in a certain way but recognize that it's time for you to change your behaviors and you start to change them and you revert and then you go back to the new behaviors and then you revert and then you go back i was just having a conversation about this with my sister who i hope will join this podcast one day soon um about that whole process of taking two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, one step back in your own individual spiritual enlightenment journey. So you're still moving forward, but it kind of feels like you're not at some times because that two steps forward, one step back is, it's not like day by day. It could be two steps forward you make in a span of three weeks and then that one step back is a whole six months so you feel like you haven't made any progress but it's not about the time it takes to move forward in your life or in your growth it's about the impact or the quality of what you're carrying forward with you that's the way i feel anyway so moving from a place of fear into a place of love has been such an interesting journey because once i've been able to identify Where I'm living in fear and not living from a place of love, it's everywhere. I see it everywhere. I see it in all my decisions, you know, even in the smallest decision of like, should I, you know, get up and do the thing that I said I was going to do? Or should I watch another episode of Girlfriends on my phone? What has come first in that process of starting to move from the spectrum of fear to love or the frequency of fear to love? is identifying what it looks like to live from a place of love. And I haven't identified these things on my own. I mean, I used a couple of resources just to get me up to speed. So understanding what love is from a different perspective, from the chakra system perspective, really opened up my mind because we have this basic understanding of what love is based on what we're fed by the media, what we're fed by our youth, those experiences and whatnot, and I have to say that I had a pretty myopic understanding of love. And learning about that from the chakra system, which I encourage anyone who's interested to go and look it up, uh, because I don't want to explain it here and I don't want to pretend I have all the authority to explain it here. Um, Another resource that I use is this book that I have to recommend, it's called Comfortable with Uncertainty by Pema Chodron. I don't know if I'm pronouncing the last name right, but P-E-M-A-C-H-O-D-R-O-N. And it is like a little, I have it just right next to me here. It's just like short standalone readings that I take as devotionals, but they are here to help individuals cultivate compassion and um, consciousness and ways to navigate living this life daily. And, you know, navigate living with other people with all the differences that the world likes to point out. So, I'm still at the very beginning of this journey because I just decided at the end of last year that I was going to I was going to thematize to 2021 as the year of love. And, you know, on the surface that may sound like it's all about romantic love, but hopefully it doesn't sound like that after I've given a bit of a breakdown. I'm hoping to feel more at ease. With myself, and more compassionate towards myself and uh, towards other people by being compassionate towards myself. I'm looking forward to the joy of doing things because I love doing them, not because I feel like I have to do them or I'm fearful that if I don't do them, that something bad is going to happen. And that fear is is usually not at the surface of my mind. It's usually super subconscious, but it's there. For instance, exercising. I love to exercise, I love to move, I love to dance. And it's something that happens daily. But I'd be lying if I said that I was exercising every day because I loved to do it and that's the only reason. Uh, Most times I'm exercising because I don't wanna, I don't wanna feel uncomfortable in my skin. (laughs) I'm exercising because I don't wanna feel uncomfortable in my skin instead of changing the perspective and saying I'm exercising because I feel so comfortable in my skin and in my body that I want to move and I want to show my body how much I love it. Right. There's, there's just this, (laughs) the change is there. And I can say with confidence that in this process, I'm able to feel comfortable understanding that there's a ways to go because I've already been able to highlight some of the places where I have changed my perspective or I have been intentional about my perspective and what I hope to achieve from it. Oh man, it's it's the first time articulating that and it feels so good. It feels like really, really, really good. Um, so anyway, I'm really hopeful that my intention to live from a place of love will extend to the guests who join this podcast and will extend to the folks who listen in and maybe find some resonance and find themselves and what they hear from me, what they hear from the guests and what they hear, what am I saying? They, what you hear from me, what you hear from, uh, the guests who join and what you hear in between the lines or in the silences that Um, that are here as well so that marks the first episode of wellspring words the podcast (laughs) thank you so much for tuning in please find us on instagram at wellspringwords and on our website at www.wellspringwords.love i look forward to catching up with you guys later. Um, Tune in next time for an episode with a brand new guest. Chat soon.